previously on Wonders and Blunders. I'm Jaro Till. I'm Lathara. I'm Jid. I am Bennett. Kid is my sister. I am Quickstream, revealed by lightning. Oh, that, that would leave me, Cass. Almost like a sonar, a pulse of magic energy comes out of your hand. And as it does, you see torches light up with a blue flame. <laughs> you turn around and Diglin is nowhere to be seen. Oh, well, goodness sake, Jero, we've lost Diglin. <laughs> Lathara, as you back up, a barbed bramble wraps around your throat and starts pulling you back towards the ball. Eldritch Blast, Eldritch Blast. Bandit's gonna run up and hit it. Quick, run deeper into the dungeon. So you make your way out, vines whipping at your feet as you go, and then darkness as the room behind you collapses. Gid, you look up just in time for the orb to get eclipsed by these two massive wings. You all see this huge moth-like creature, circles that look like humanoid screaming faces on the edges of the wings. Long mantis arms come down and grab Gid and start flapping and screaming and laughing and picking her up off the ground. Cass, step back. You must get out of here. Frozen Queen, I know you know what must be done. Quick channels all of her magical strength and blasts the orb. Her eyes glow this blue, and then you see this sort of frozen crown start to grow out of her head. And you hear another voice say, step back. And then the orb in the center also freezes over. And then this massive explosion of ice comes out. The orb's light is cast over those two doors and the orbs at the top of the doors light up and the door opens and then quick shatters. So the tower just went down. So we do three pulls off the top and then three pulls for each person who's dead. So six right now have to be done. We'll go around the table and do them. And this is still the point. If the tower falls down again during these pulls, that person who pulled it dies. Okay. So Cass, you are gathering up the pieces. Bennett, Jaro, and Lathara, you are gathered around this moth right now who has kind of been backing up into the corner now that the three of you have been coming for it but it is going to lunge forward and try to pick up Jaro, the smallest one. I'm small. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was the awful moth creature? Yeah, so this is an awful moth creature, um, a humanoid face with big multi-section eyes. Um, Big uh, Around the human mouth are these two big mandibles. Uh, Mantis-like arms. As, as well as human arms, which are just sort of crossed around the chest. Ugh. Oh, it makes it grosser. Um, sort of an both. abdomen along the bottom with uh, lots of, or six legs sticking out and big moth wings that have the, on a normal moth, have big dots that are supposed to represent eyes. These look like screaming human faces. Oh, nice. Um, Lovely. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you, you have a much better look at it now because now that the statues have been severed by Quick's spell, the light from the orb in the center shines through the whole area. And it, it is still lighting up these strands of silk that are hanging from above, but it darts through these things and then those big mantis claws come to wrap around you. Sweet. I'm really bad at dexterity, so I would love to make a dex pull to... <laughs> Try and get out of its way. Yeah, go for it. Sweet. That's deck three, so three pulls. Three pulls for that. And you're going to add one because it's directly to the uh, hag. 
So things when you're in direct combat with the hag are going to make it more difficult. All concentrated around the same section. Just wants to make it really hard for anyone to pull anything from above that point. No, it makes sense. You want to remove as many as possible from every layer going from bottom to bottom. From the quarter to the third point, we have uh, three central blocks stacked directly on top of each other as a perfect pivot section. This is a bold move. This has me. been all me. These are all my bold. I'm just hey, I'm going I, I, no, no, no. I helped, I helped with one of those poles. Um, is Jarl a hag? Uh, okay, so it lunges out to grab you, and um, the, like the first mandible comes by, and you manage to duck under it, and the second one comes down low. The the second sort of mantis arm is kind of broken at the joint, so you're able to like push that aside, and it hinges open. You see her like hiss in pain. I hiss back. <laughs> As it. Your Brie is showing. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, actually. I go, <laughs> Try to hide underneath something. Uh, but it did, like, swish its wings out, so all that silk sort of flies up in the air around you as it spins back up into the air, into the chamber, and, and you see the ball start to shake again as it lands on the side. A lot of the webbing around it has been torched away by Gid's fire spells, so uh, more sort of coins and trinkets drop down from that as it contacts. Can the I door is open. try to snatch some trinkets with nobody looking? With nobody looking? Yeah, you can do that. Patience. Okay, so that's one. Everything's gonna pivot. Got one. Oh, look, I showed you another loose one, too. Uh, so that's one. One. So you find... Uh, yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of coins on the ground, but I think you focus in... There's quite a bit of jewelry mm-hmm. and stuff here uh, that, that some shinies. picked up. Yeah, so you, you know that a lot of hags do sort of deals and, and robbing, and they care more about exploiting the greed of the people that they're after than actually keeping the things that they steal. Mm-hmm. But but there's quite a few things here that are probably very valuable, so you, you manage to scoop yeah, those Yeah, it's like a, a big ruby, giant ruby or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine you, as it's falling from the sky, you just kind of stick out a hand and it yeah. just lands right <laughs> yeah. Like That's why you're rolling patience. It's yeah. just like, oh, oh, there we go, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> it saunter towards the door. Yeah. So over by the, so the door the door is open. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. I'm going to grab Cass and sort of drag her towards the door um, with as many ice pieces as we've already got yeah, gathered as, up. Yeah, as you're pulling me, I'm just kind of quietly, I, I've, like I said, I've got my robe sort of turned into one of those little bowls and I'm trying to put more shards in and I'm like, wait, no, no, Hoy, as you pull me out of the it's room. It's coming, we gotta go. And you also see that when you're picking up these shards, there's nothing inside them. Like, they're all just solid ice. Like, even while you've been, like, moving around, like, pieces of the statue came down and shattered some ice on the ground and it's impossible to tell yeah. which is which. Yeah, I- I'm just I'm just gathering pieces up and, and just kind of, like, mumbling quick over and over as I'm stuffing my robe. Okay. Um, so the two of you make your way out of the room and you come into a hallway that sort of leads downwards and Gid, as you're dragging Cass out, you're going to make a dexterity. All right, that's two. Oh, we're getting big pulls right off the top here. Oh, this could be disastrous. Really, really pitching on that last corner there. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Ooh, nicely oh, nicely done. But is that other one... It can't be loose anymore. Possibly not not anymore. It was. You should try it. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. I'd be really curious about the physics of this tower if that worked. It almost went out of his chair. (laughs) (laughs) So you, um, 
as you step in here, you can see that the walls and the floor in here are lined with ice, like they had been soaked and then frozen. And you almost lose your footing, but you're mm -hmm. able to sort of like quickly get your hand and just sort of smash it into the ground and hold on to yourself, keeping the two of you from just sliding right down this hallway. Someone's mm -hmm. got to get workplace safety in here. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a hazardous work environment for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the the rest of you are standing over by the by the orb. Yeah, Lothara books it for the door. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think it's time to go. Okay. Uh, Start pushing you two towards it. Um, I'm gonna uh, uh, so Bannett's gonna stay in the back, like he's gonna sort of jog backwards, keeping his eyes on the moth creature. Okay. Um, and like in case it swoops down for an attack, he'll try and block any block any attacks on the people behind him. Okay, so you're you're in the back? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so in the front, Lathara, as you start to run, these pieces of silk that are hanging from the ceiling, you've seen before as you move quickly, they start to sort of grab onto you. Yeah. Um, so you have to get out of these pieces of silk. Yeah, uh, with dexterity. Dexterity, yeah. Work you, for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just try to, like, roll out of them, out of the way as... as as I run through them. This wow. tower is unhappy. Yeah. It's very wiggly in that bottom <laughs> section. <laughs> Just like it's doing full spin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, but you do manage to, like with your dagger out, just like keep it and bunching them up and move and quickly moving yourselves through. So you mm -hmm. and Jaro make it through and you can clear a path um, big enough for everybody to move through. Bennett, you see the hag come around the other side and it's watching you and you can see it sort of looking where you're going and it's going okay. to swoop down at you. So the two of you are going to brawl. Okay, cool. Uh, um, somebody make a pull for me? Yeah. So it's I nominate be... Mitch's tribute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a brawl plus one. So what's your... Uh, because it's uh, My brawl is head. one, so that's two. Two. Oh, nice. Perfect. Oh, easy loose piece. Oh, there. well. Oh, overconfident. <laughs> <laughs> a little cavalier with the rest of the tower. <laughs> it's like, this piece is coming exactly where I want it. I can just knock over the tower while I grab it. Yeah. Oh I don't. I don't think, I don't think Mitch wants you to live. Oh, there we go. Oh, he's doing his due diligence. He is. He is. He is. Oh, yeah, buddy. There are Join us nailing it. No good goals really anymore, as far as we can tell. Oh, All right. There. Oh, they're there. Hot dog. Uh, so it swoops down at you. Those two, um, the uh, the two mantis arms, like swing out, and it comes in for a grab. What do you do to it? Uh, I swing my axe up and try and like chop its other arm off. Okay. Because uh, yeah, so I broke one off, right? Yeah, so you broke one. It was kind of hanging limp, and you can see that one hanging limp as it comes down towards you. It had wrapped it up with silk to sort of, but you can tell it's not at full mobility. But with this one now, you just go right for the shoulder joint, and your axe like comes up, and you see it like cries out and hisses in pain as its arm just sort of spirals off to the side. Yeah. And uh, you, yeah, you see those mandibles. Full bloodlust right now, just like, oh! <laughs> Uh, and it swoops back up to the ceiling, and you see it, like, climb onto the other side of the ball. Are all three of you still making your way out of the room? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I, uh, Jero kind of pauses for a moment at the door and looks back, and you can just hear him say, like, fascinating. Uh, and then starts running <laughs> down, uh, after Lothara as well. Okay, so you come into the next room, I think you see, uh, the others, like, very slowly making their way down this. Um, Lothara, you are in the front, but you do have dark vision. Mm -hmm. um, so you can actually see them in front of you. Okay. Uh, do, do you see anything ahead of us? Not yet. Hope there's another way out. Uh, let's keep looking. Okay, so you all make your way down this pathway, and it's it's a little bit laborious, and Bannett, you're at the back. You can hear 
some talking, some like chanting and muttering from up from behind, but you don't see the moth creature come back around. Chanting and muttering. What do you mean? Like the moth creature's doing it? Yeah, like you can just kind of hear it in the distance, like echoing off the walls a little bit. Okay. Yeah, just and, and it, it it's almost just like the sibilant sounds. Like you just get like an from somewhere right. above. I'm just gonna post at like stay at the back, keep my eyes on the door and and yell up front like, is there an exit? So down at the bottom as you're making your way down, Gid, you can see uh, like 30 feet ahead of you at the bottom there is a there is a door. But other than that, it's it's pitch black in here. So Passenjaro, neither of you can see. Great thing in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's split up. <laughs> uh, we've got it. We've got another door here. Looks like it goes deeper. Anyway. Go up to the door and see if it'll open. You go up. You can see it's a stone door that has like a slit down the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And when you push on it, it does. It opens up to one side, and you can, you can see they open like upwards and into the wall, like a spreading cape or something like that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> How heavy that door. It's not very heavy. You can feel that when you move it, it is like somewhat assisted by machinery. Cool. Hmm. Um, yeah. What do I see on the other side? In this next room, kind of a large rectangular room uh, with four big stone statues. And again, you see they look like Mistra. Um, but in here, you see three of them are holding big war hammers in two hands in front of them. And one of them is holding a big battle axe in front of themselves and they stand positioned just at the four corners of the room it's about 80 feet across are they all facing the same direction yeah they're all facing inwards um so two of them as you walk in are like on either side of you and they're both looking at you Mm -hmm. and on the other side of the room they're facing inwards and you see another door like this with the big slit up the middle Mm -hmm. and they are facing that door Uh, come on there's another room here the rest of you follow yeah yeah Yeah. Um, would would i see anything as i walk in or is it still dark in that room too uh, it is pitch black. Yeah, yeah. okay, so I'm, I've got like the jingle of, of ice as it slowly melts into my robes, and I've got my hand on, on Dig's shoulder, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think okay. I'm, I'm holding probably onto Bennett's armor as well, or, or loincloth, or however he's, he's <laughs> dressed. He's just a black... He's got a uniform. Just a breastplate with a, with a loincloth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Don't apologize. <laughs> uh, so, Bannett, as you're moving back, you're still in the back. Um, you and yep. Jaro, uh, as everybody else enters this room, you feel like a rumble in the wall, and it cracks, and that big claw that you saw upstairs comes through and swings at you. Um, so it's okay. going to try to grab you. Okay. I'm going to try and solve it the Bannett way, which is attack right back. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to brawl it? Okay, so that's yeah. another two for Bannett. Okay. Oh, God, what's happening? Uh, all right. Give Mitch something to do. That's <laughs> yes. Ooh, yeah, nice. Mitch. Confidence. And it's just two, right? Bottom. People don't realize, but that, that is actually the key to unaffiliated falling block game. It's not strategy. It's not finesse. It's just confidence. Confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you just yeah. you convince the tower. You convince the yeah. tower to stay standing. This one is loose. It, it, it's, a, it's a leadership exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! What the? There's one you can't see on the other side. 
<laughs> so Mitch just moved one block and almost took out another block with it. Which, right. honestly. Oh, leaving a present for someone yeah, else. That's yeah, that's nice. The next person's oh, pulling nice. easier. <laughs> so what something, a nice boy. something Bannett does is making like the next thing easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I just granted someone advantage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so that, that hand comes out and like scratches at you, and you sidestep it. You're going to hit it with your axe. Yep. This one is a lot hardier than the moth, but okay. you do like crack into this exoskeleton and you feel it like sort of shatter a little bit. You don't hear a cry out from the other side. You just see like another hand come through and it starts burrowing through that wall towards you. And as your axe is in the exoskeleton of it, you can hear it start to hiss as this sort of acidic blood drips down the side of it. Um, okay. And you start to see this um, this sort of Ankeg-ish face. So like a big ant come through and those mandibles move and it says, dig no deeper. The family will have you. And it, it starts Ooh. to dig through the wall towards you. Bannett's going to just shout back like, keep running. And then it's like, dig this. And then just going <laughs> to bury his axe right in the Ankeg's jaws. Okay, going for another another brawl. Yeah. Okay, so that's another two. There you go. <laughs> Reckless attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think losing Bannett, because I was holding on to him in the dark and hearing yeah. this loud noise. Also, I am just going to run into the dark in the opposite direction, <laughs> unguided by everything. Yeah. Not the way back that we came. I know there's a horrible moth creature there. Yeah, so there's only one other way to go, so you would run. Um, so I, I will make you do a patience pull to just oh, like sure. not run into the walls or fall down. Uh, but that was that that one was successful, that too? Yeah. Totally aced it while everyone was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like just muttering like, Mitch, this is amazing. <laughs> Uh, so Jaro, like as you're starting to like run and panic as you hear these sounds, you you hear Bannett like scream out and the axe just like get buried in. You hear like this hissing sound again as like more of this acidic blood starts to drip around. This big now wound, um, you don't actually hit it in the face. One of those hands comes up and blocks it, but it does sink into that hand again. Uh, and you manage to run with that successful pull. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> right into the back of who would be at the back in there. You went in. Yes, I think. Yeah, Cass. probably me. Yeah. Yeah. So Cass, you feel a, a small form bump into you and fall Oof. on butt. This must be another statue. Jaro. Jaro, can you see me? I I, I can't see you. I, I can't see anything. I, I've I'm, I've got a hold of Dig. Here, uh, grab grab my hand. Great. And we'll just flail in the dark. <laughs> yes, yes exactly. <laughs> we, we run off together into the darkness. <laughs> okay, so you all run into the middle of this room. Um, Bannett, the Ankeg, moves your axe to the side as your axe is dug into its hand. You see it like start to bubble around the jaw and then it fires this acidic spray at you. So this is going to be a dexterity to get out of the way. Uh, my dex is also one, so. Okay. I guess it's two pulls. Two, yeah. Yeah, just don't ask me to be patient. This is like what I'm good at. <laughs> yeah, no, no patience in this. This is all oh, swinging and that's, dodging. Yes. That's nice. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. The yeah, tower. Just totally Terminator visioning this like unaffiliated falling block game. <laughs> I saw the Untitled. cold medicine pumping in my veins. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see the fourth dimension. <laughs> Untitled block game tower. So you, uh, so you dive to the side, uh, Bennett, and hear hissing all around you as the uh, acid hits the other side of the wall and starts melting through all that ice, and then hits the stone and keeps melting through that side. It's an extremely powerful acid. Lith Thara and Gid, you can see this happening behind you in the hallway with your dark vision. Yeah. The other two can just hear it. Would you like to do anything? To help? No. 
No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe we were told to keep running. <laughs> uh, Gid's going to turn back. Bannett, we've got to get out of here and uh, toss up another ball of fire, which is the regular one or plus one for? Uh, plus one because it's versus a hag. Okay. Are you right next to Bannett, though? Uh, Don't you get like, nope. No. Nope. Oh, you're in the room, right? The room yeah. and Bannett, it's not star. Yeah. Don't. It's, Blow up, ban it. <laughs> it's called, uh, yeah, it's back-to-back is their ability. Ooh! <laughs> We're getting some major twists on this tower. Yeah. <sighs> She's got a half-loose block. But there's the a lot of wiggling tower. happening oh, so on much wiggling. It, it looks you insane it. from this you angle over oh. here. Oh. Nice. That's half done. Oh, my God. Oh, I think the way to shift it. I think it's shifted. It's going. Oh, how is it? How is it oh, leading? No. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Did you fireball Bennett? <laughs> I think no. I let's, let's hear. Let's hear what the DM so, decides. Gid, you step forward and you summon this ball of fire into your hands, and you see as you cast magic, torches in this room come on, and that door that was held up on either side, gears release, and it slams shut. And the rest of you see Gid crushed in the mechanism. The flame oh. in, in her hand sputters out, and Bennett, you are stuck in the hallway on the other side of the door with this creature. Oh. <laughs> Ruh-roh. Oh. <laughs> so you gotta rebuild it, right? Yeah. Another one bites wow. the dust. <laughs> Okay, so the doors slam shut. For a moment, the hallway is lit up with Gid's fireball, and then that light is quickly extinguished as these two doors slam shut. The Ankeg hag sort of like reaches up and goes like, ha ha, just you and me, child. But you you did get, you did see that, Bennett. So he he saw the smashing of the sister. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, you did. Because uh, she yelled out to you, so you would have yeah, turned. He, he looks back and sees her yell out, and then he sees the walls smash, and then his eyes fill up with tears, and he's just like, Ugh. Ugh. and then he just turns around, and like tears are like blood fury when he's looking at the Ankeg, and he just is like blood curdling scream as he's like just charges into 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 battle with it, okay, and it's just an all out brawl like. What was the thing that you can do to try to get advantage on a on a thing? You can pull extra to try to succeed it better, right? Yes, you can. He's a hundred percent going for that. Okay, all right. So you're gonna pull. Yeah. So this will be three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is he back to back? Like, get, am I back to back? Yeah. Her back. Does it specify? Does it does it specify they have to be alive or just within five <laughs> within five feet of each other? They're neither. So. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna make three, huh? Three. Going up to twelve. Go over the bottom. Clean one. Sure, we don't need those oh. anyway. We're gonna throw it down oh, before that. Can be hard. Oh. It's a really <laughs> sticky tower. He's going for the middle bottom piece. Like on a bottom. like carpeted table. Yeah, you had the whole tower just shift. This is we got a leaning exactly tower up here. Oh, oh, we did it. Right, we did it's got a lean it. to it now, though. It does. Yeah. It just like Ooh. shifted. Oh my god, it's tilting like it's visible. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's brutal. so 
leaning. It's okay. brutal. Okay, that's three though. So you, yeah, just are completely tunnel visioned in on this how thing. How big is the ant keg? Like how big is it? It's about eight feet tall. Okay. And now that it's completely out of the wall, um, you can see it's standing up. It has four arms on the top and then two of these like big burly legs on the bottom. It has what looked like these sort of mutilated folded wings over its back, this like hard green carapace. And just all four of its arms just end in these massive clawed hands. And it is like laughing. And then when you turn around and charge at it, you see it, it's almost like caught off guard by how quick and how hard you come at it. So what do you do? He's gonna try to jump up on it and he's just all out, like just smashing it like you would smash a bug with a shoe. Just like, just like swinging the ax wildly from the top, like on the on the top of its body. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so you like jump on top of it and it knocks it backwards. It like holds its hand up to try to stop you and you chop right through it. That like acidic blood goes spraying and it's covering you and you don't even care. You don't stop or slow down. You're just like wailing on it on the ground. You go in with fists and elbows and the bottom of the ax and you feel like carapace cracking and it grabs you and throws you off of it into the wall and you crack and then it's going to dive at you. Um, (laughs) And we'll do like a cutaway to the inside of the room off of that. So the doors slam shut on the inside of the room and you just hear the the raging outside this battle. And a bit of a squish. (laughs) A bit of a squish, yeah. Uh, Jaro, you slip (laughs) on something. And in here now, everybody can see because the magic ignited four torches. Well, we're safe in here. (laughs) I'm checking out that other door. This will be like, what what, what are you doing with the door? It is locked when you try it. Definitely locked? Yeah. can I, yeah, look for like a mechanism that would seem to open it? Yeah, so to look for a mechanism will be a patience pull. Perfect. Yeah. That's yeah, one for me. So I, I think like with, if you want to try to unlock this door, I'm going to make it like a multi-stage pull. Yeah. So figuring out what oh, is it. locking it will be one. Figuring out uh, like how it re- interacts with the room will be another. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Door. Greatest enemy in D&D. They are. I'm telling you. Very, very strong. I mean, what about in Dread? It just it's killed me. door. Everything is sticky. There are no good pulls. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Oh, Evan. I succeed. Okay. <laughs> so um, you can see this one has like a slit up the middle, just like the other door had. Yeah. And when you sort of reach around inside, you can feel there are sort of these spring-loaded gears mm-hmm. that are stuck together, which are holding it closed. Um, like you try to push on either side, there's absolutely no give. It, it does feel magically reinforced, mm. but it feels like like these are spring-loaded. Yeah. There is something that would act as a key to help open this door. We need to find a key for this door. I would shout to Cass and, and Jero. Um, but while they're looking, can I take out like thieves tools and just see if I can like try to like shove them open? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so that will be, so you pulled one to figure out how the mechanism works. Trying to get around it, I'm gonna do patience plus one. I'll do it, yeah. I was going for a smart play here, trying to get these pulls in early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because he knows yeah, yeah, this yeah. tower's got no life on it. It's gonna be real bad. not going to go I don't well. necessarily believe in this pull. I mean, I believe in you and your instincts. <laughs> oh, my God. I would not laugh that hard. I would not laugh that hard. This door is going to open up and eat him alive. Like, oh. 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 Shit. Wow. It's still going to go on. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. 
So the next <laughs> one, the next person's dead. <laughs> so you're like you're making your way up and you're managing to loosen some of these uh, springs as they go their way up, mm-hmm. and you can't open the door like this. Mm. But you know what needs to happen is all of these springs. You need something that will fit in here that will keep all of the springs to the sides at once. Um, mm. Like you work on the first mm. one, you move it back, and it and then when you move to the second one, it goes out, but the first one pops back yeah. in. Yeah. And you see there are like there are also runes on this door and you can put it together that this room like obviously interacts with magic. Yeah. Ignoring that, uh, I'm going to shout, does anyone have a blade? How, how, how big is the gap between the doors? <laughs> and I'll tell him. <laughs> uh, you've got like just enough room to move your sort of fingers and yeah. um, and tools inside. But yeah. that, that's all. Yeah. And how what, big? what about what about quick? Can can quick save us yet again? And I'll come and like look through the ice shards as they're like rapidly melting for like thinner ones, and like rub them between my eyes or my hands to like flatten them out a little bit. But I'm like crying at the same time. I'm like, can we use can we use these pieces? Shimmy the the locks and the doors. Yes, you've lost your mind. <laughs> this cannot be the fate that we've. This can't be right. This can't be right. There's there's something magic at work here that that I don't understand. But if we can if we can get these these springs pushed aside, how big is the battle axe that the statue is holding? It's big. Like it's it's stat like these statues are about nine feet tall. Oh okay. Um, and it's holding like a large battle axe that is fitted to its size. So it doesn't seem like that battle axe could shimmy in through the door. Probably. It might. Hmm. Can I investigate this? Yeah, you can do patience. And I guess you didn't tell us anything about the runes. I said there's something magic that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. All right. um, and what, uh, like, when you're investigating, what are you looking for? I guess I'd be trying to see, like, whether or not, you know, knowing that, I guess, some sort of key of some sort, maybe, like, uh, notches on the axe that I think would, like, fit into something okay. to unlock. Yeah, yeah, do a patient stuff. Yeah, I'm going to actually, uh, I'll put my hand on your shoulder again, and you'll eat that same sort of chant that I've been doing before, and I'll, I'll remove one from your pull. Great. So that's a zero. This, yeah, calming energy comes to you and you you make your way over to the axe and you can see that on one edge of it it is it's not notched like it fits like a key but it is notched like it has hit things oh god (laughs) and with that sort of magic that you use Cass Mm -hmm. you notice that when you put your hand on Jaro this statue as you're investigating it steps forward and takes a swing at you Jaro um, I think as it I'm, starts I'm coming to life, him. you're going to push him out I'm of the way. Push him as I pull, as I absorb that, I'll see that coming. And if I can, I'm, I'm actually going to push you out of the way. Okay, so you push Jaro backwards. So you're going to take this instead of him. Yeah. And as you push him, you see the other statues in the room all take a step. So the ones that are closer to the door on the other side of the room take a step closer to you. Okay. And the one on the other corner takes a step closer to you, and you're going to get swung at by the one with the axe. Okay. So you. Yeah, I'll be like, no, not. I'll like, uh, not you too, Jaro, and I'll like shove you out of the way. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So dexterity. So with my ability, I can absorb pulls from other players, bank them, and then I have to roll above a certain number, or else I have to add all of those bank rolls to my own. So I'm starting with a pull of three. And that number goes up with each bank. Ooh, what happens if I roll on the number? On the number? Yeah. What does it say on the sheet? Let's do rules as written. (laughs) If you roll roll under the number state. Cool. Then you're good. Ooh. Narrow, narrow. narrow. 
Yeah, that would have. So you only have to make three on this impossible tower. Okay, my shake. My Does that only work if you pull. smash the tower purposefully? You have to knock it down without pulling. Yeah, I mean, you could make one or two of your pulls and then know that the third one's not going to work and knock it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but you have you have to purposely. You can't claim knock. as you're dying in the attempt. Yeah. You were doing it to succeed. Shaking like a leaf. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> You're a leaf on the wind. Oh, look at that. Look at that expert spotting. Your hand is fine. Oh, Your hand is so totally. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's going to go. When he places it, it's going to go. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh. It's Lena. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. You're allowed to stay in. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Wow. There was a sway. There was style points. Uh, Andy, the friggin' rubber band effect that happened when you pulled that was ugly. Yeah, that was yeah, that was I've wild. never seen it rock so much without going down. Oh, I know, me neither. My shaky hand. All right. <laughs> so this axe comes swinging along the floor in this like big upwards arc, and you see sparks come, and it leaves like a big divot in the floor behind it as it swings up at you. But you manage to like dive backwards out of the way, and all of the statues then swing their weapons up and hold them in front of them stationary again. But they've moved closer. They've moved. All of them have moved. They've all taken a step closer to you. Lotharo, I think, notices that and is like, uh, can we can we trick them into smashing the door? I think you've got a good idea there. And I run over to the door and <laughs> <laughs> cast a spell. Run away from the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so what what are you casting? Oh, that's a good question. I'm a bird. And and with this, I will say, like, you don't have to name D&D spell names, more mm. just, like, what your intention with the magic is. In this case, I just want to know, like... I, I mean, I think I'm a bird, so I'm 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 pulling out my, my flute. I think I'm playing calm emotions as a spell <laughs> on the group to try and just, like... Because I know we're all scared, we're all getting murdered. <laughs> okay. And I want everyone to maybe feel a little... <laughs> Uh, better? <laughs> You're casting a spell on the group. So do magic. Ooh. Oh, I think I figured it out. How many pulls is your magic? My magic is two, but I might use my, I think I'm going to use my special goddamn halflings to produce it. By okay. What? Is this made of rubber? I don't understand. How does it keep it breathing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how does it move so much? God damn halflings. <laughs> My hand is so shaky. <laughs> okay. You like play this song and everybody feels like a little bit calmer for a moment. Because then the one with the hammer that is closest to the door takes a swing at you. And the, the one with the axe takes a step closer to you. So all of them are going to move closer to you. Ooh. The one with the axe is going to take another swing at Cass. Okay. All the ones with the hammers move closer to Jaro. Who's by um, the door? And one of the so one of them swinging at Jaro and one of them swinging at Cass. Okay. Oh. Are we both close to the door then, or or? Uh, no, Jaro's right Jaro's next to the door. To you're you're like you're not super far, but there's a there's one with a hammer that's closer to Jaro. Can Lotharo shout before they both die? Uh, <laughs> I think you have to target the door. Yeah. Well, Boy. we'll see if they hear that or if they're both much. Um, so Jaro, this was your. Action, but you just pulled, so I'll go to cast. Okay, first. how many am I pulling? What am I doing? This it's is dexterity. Another three. Oh boy. I mean, feel free to just knock the tower over and do something. And you can pull. also fail. Yeah. And do you have to roll again? Hmm? If he pulls. I, I will if I have to pull. Yeah. yeah. Is there a way that I can move to get that swing follow through into the door? If you want to try to, if you want to do that with your decks, 
into the door, yeah. you can put that into your into your decks that you're going to try to dodge towards the door. Yeah, and I think because I'm, I'm watching Jaro by the door because I just pushed him out of the way and now he's playing that song. Uh, you're very relaxed. I'm relaxed <laughs> and watching you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna move out of the way. I don't okay. think I'm gonna see it coming. Yeah. So the axe, yeah, scrapes across the ground again and hits you. It's not crazy sharp. It's made of stone, but the weight that it hits you with is yeah. incredible. And you are knocked across the room into the wall, and you fall onto the ground and are like dazed and unconscious. Pieces of ice going yes, through. Yes, yeah. it's gone. all droplets of water now. Yeah. He's been rubbing My robes them in are his just hands soaked through. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm sprawled unconscious. Okay. And I got to make a deck save to get out of this one? You have to make a deck save, yeah. Am to I get away save from or the die? <laughs> uh, you're not save or die, no. If I deck save, can I, like, duck so the hammer goes into the door? Uh, if you deck, yeah, it will hit the door. You're up against the door, and this was your whole intention. It, this will do it. Okay, I have deck three. <laughs> I'm unconscious, so I can't lower it. Vicious. But I also have halfling points. Regardless, I have to make one pull at least, so I'm going to see if I can do that and then probably spend the other two halfling points. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Spending my two halfling points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, yeah, you dive out of the way. I think you just throw yourself flat. This one comes in at like a chest level swing and it cramps against the door and you see all those runes like light up the sides and this sort of shimmer come over it. Uh, it does not open. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> you get to do the puzzle wrong by smashing the tower. <laughs> That's how you did the other puzzle wrong. <laughs> all the, uh, so all the statues again, stay still and hold their weapons back up in front of them. And let's go back into the hallway and see how this is going. Uh, okay. The pounce comes at you, so it's going to uh, land on top of you, and you're going to brawl with it. Okay. Is it a death brawl? This is a death brawl, for sure. All right. Well, then there you go. Yeah. How's it looking? Oh, it doesn't it's look good. Unsteady. It's... Oh, are you talking about the tower or the thing? No, uh, both. <laughs> I mean, they both look bad. Yeah. <laughs> tower, tower looks like it's about to go down, but this thing also has, like, like you've cracked the stuff on its face pretty good like there's a lot of this sort of viscous acidic blood coming out from around its face it's missing two hands now um and just sort of coming at you with the shattered titan so it's it's definitely not looking it's not looking 100 percent let me let me axe you do have your axe yeah okay yeah it like threw you to the side and your axe fell out of your hand but immediately like instinctively that molten guard training comes in and you just grab it right away or the molten watt and and let me i'll say that it's coming at you but you decide. You can decide what you want to do about that. There's only one thing to do, right? <laughs> fucking, fucking tip that tower. You smashing it? Oh yeah. Okay. Tip I'm glad, I'm glad that was right. <laughs> we went pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> just, just dying to knock this tower over. <laughs> and Bennett just like gets up and just like blood fury in his eyes just like runs forward and he's gonna just throw his axe down to the ground and he's just gonna try to grab the Ankeg's head and pull it open. Okay, (laughs) Um, so you like, you grab it, it like slaps your hands away. Got those other arms like grabbing and pummeling into your sides. And as you start to crack it open, like that acidic blood falling onto you and burning your skin and you just like flex through it and your eyes are just like glowing with rage as you just tear its head in two and you feel it go limp onto the ground and just like that hissing sound and the like laughing and screaming that it was doing just all go dead 
as you just like drop to your knees and the last thing you see is it just like lifeless on the ground. And he's gonna pass out, just fall out directly onto the corpse. I want his hands to be in its head when it's dead on the ground. Yeah. So that if anybody ever comes around this corpse, we know who won. Yeah, yeah. Like the the blood, like when it dies, oh, stops great. hissing and you don't dissolve. Like you, you're just there like holding it. The dripping of the ice around you is the only sound in this room now. Okay. Pothel is dead. Now we have to make 12 pulls. Now you have to make 12 pulls. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us who remain alive. So the, the sounds of battle outside die down and it is still and quiet. Just the sound of the four torches in this room casting a blue light throughout. Oh, well, I don't think we should cast any more magic, perhaps. Are you sure? I think we were on to something. I think I think that's the only way to open this door, Jero, is, is we've got to light this up with, with magic somehow. I... We've got to get out of here. This this can't this can't be the end. This cannot be what the fate we've been given. We there's got to be some some way out. I'm assuming. What? Should I focus the door then? Can I cast? Is knock still a spell? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to cast knock <laughs> on the door. I continue backing up. Okay, <laughs> away from the door. Um. So the two of you are next to the door. No, I'm I'm up from where I was thrown against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're still kind of like woozy, like holding mm-hmm. yourself up. So you're gonna cast knock on the door. Where are you gonna stand when you do that? Oh, <laughs> I guess I am. I want to so say I'm still s- standing in front of the door, but you just said that we're not gonna solve the second puzzle that way. So <laughs> there where is, is the axe guy. Oh, you've got a wall, a door. Right next to the door is the hammer one that swung at you. Yeah, off to one side. In front of the door is the axe one. And then just beyond that are two hammer ones. One more move, and they will be in line with the axe, and then another move, and they'll be right up next to the door. Okay. So if I cast a spell and stand in front of the door, I will have to cast a spell and then dodge out of the way of one hammer and one axe. If you stand in front of the door? Yeah. Yes. Okay, not all three hammers and one axe. No. Can we make them kill each other? Well, I mean, it's... We'll see. Yeah, I'm going to stay in front of the door and get prepared to dodge out of the way immediately afterwards. Okay. I mean, well, I'm making magic too as I cast knock on the door. Okay. So you hear a loud, yeah, like a banging knock, like a huge fist hitting on the door. And you see those those runes light up again and you see it ripple out as if it's been hit again, like like it did with the with the hammer. And then the hammer comes swinging in at you again. The door doesn't just open and I walk through it, avoiding all these attacks. (laughs) No, it does not. The the runes on this door are like a magical ward to stop you from cheating. Yeah. So I guess my plan on this deck save is going to be so that that axe swings up and cleaves the door open from the bottom Mm -hmm. while the hammer goes around and hits the guy holding the axe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've got two swinging at you, so you're going to add one to that dex. Right. Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll plant my feet. You can see that my robes now are pulling on me to the point where I'm starting to bruise around my neck, and I'm going to I'm gonna absorb one of your pulls, and, and that rope brings me down, and my legs are, like, shaking, and I'm trying to handle this weight. Whoa. That's three. Yeah. That's three. So you... That's it. Four. I, I you did, but he absorbed one. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so you <laughs> dive out of the way, and you I think you actually dive towards the axe. 
So it swings up and slices along the ground and cuts up the center, just like you said. And you hear all those tumblers inside go clunk, 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 clunk through the top. And the doors swing open on either way. And then that uh, mallet comes swinging around after you as you go under the axe and just cracks the top side of the statue in half. And it clunks down onto the ground. The other two statues take a step forward and you see them holding their maces, but you're too far away and they just go back to center. I shoot them a double finger gun after backflip landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've opened the door on the other side. Oh, you've solved oh, the puzzle. Oh, you did it. I yeah. did it, Jaro. Let's go. Oh, what would oh, we do well without you, Jaro? Oh, we're still all here? Knew you were in charge for a reason? Yes, uh, <laughs> run past you. <laughs> uh, can I grab a torch off the wall? Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do that while we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you make your way into the next room. You're casting this blue light ahead of you, and immediately it's reflected back on this big wall of ice, and you can see tunnels have been dug through this ice, and off to the sides, like as you hold up around through this like basically huge ice cube, you see there are faces, uh, Mistra on either side and they have their mouths open. I, I think you can kind of infer that this room was trapped to fill up with water and it had quite some time ago and that water is since frozen. Mm. Um, and it's kind of cracking out the walls of this room on all sides as you walk through. So like immediately inside the door is just like a wall of ice? Yes, but there are tunnels dug through it. So there is uh, a tunnel. Okay. Um, it looks like Pothel might've been doing some burrowing through here. How many, three tunnels? Uh, <laughs> it's just one tunnel oh, through here, actually. Curses. But they they move up, and you can see these big cracked scratch marks moving through as as uh, Pothel must have been climbing around and tunneling to different parts of the room. And in the center of the room, you can see it's been carved out um, almost like like Pothel is sort of made almost like an orb in the middle around a hole in the floor. Are there other tunnels? Yes. So there's tunnels that go out to your left and right towards both of those faces of Mistra. And then there's another one that just sort of goes straight up and a, and a network of tunnels go through. But it looks like the other entrance and exit from here are either the hole in front of you or up and out through the mouth. The mouth. Listen, we came here for a reason. We need to hunt down these hags. We need to figure out what their cause is. Uh, I say we keep going deeper. Everyone's dead. Uh, we... We'll be lucky if we get out of here alive ourselves. Listen, we're strong. We can handle it. <laughs> you, you can do that. You can dig deeper if you want to. I'm getting out of here. No, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Jaro, Lotharo. I, this whole time I have been living, like I, like, like fate was some kind of grand weaving. Like I was trapped to my threads, like a, like a fly in a web. But I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's what Istis was telling me. I think. I think I'm the spider, not the fly in this web. And I think I'm going to take it into my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the end, Jaro. Let's do this. Let's, let's get to the bottom of this situation. Let's find Diglin and her people, and then we can get out. Okay, Cass has completely lost it. You can stay with them if you want. I'm out of here. Luck is on our side. <laughs> what are you talking about? Half the group is dead. I am leaving, and I just want to start marching up through one of the tunnels towards one of the mouths. Yeah, uh, so you're going to have to climb out through the top. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's just sheer ice on okay. all sides. So I guess you could dexterity that. Yeah, I will do that. Okay. So that is a pull of one. Okay. Uh, so you climb up, and you get up to the mouth and make your way in there. It's pitch black, but you can, you can see a bit with your dark vision, and you can see that it splits 
in now that it's into like some of the softer rock around these these tunnels start to wind out so you see one straight ahead one to your uh left and one to your right uh straight ahead straight ahead okay you start crawling forward and you see that it starts to like make its way downwards that's not the direction I want to be going right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How far in have I gone? Is it? Uh, it's quite a bit of crawling, like, and, yeah. and you, you, like, it's it's fairly big, but it's it's a yeah. little unwieldy to crawl through here. I'll see how much further down it goes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so make uh, do another dex, and I'm on my own. Yeah. Um. So you. So it's zero. It's zero. Yeah. So then you like start to slip, and you flick your dagger out. Yeah. And manage to dig in as this starts to like slide straight down, Ooh. and you can hear water below. Uh, I'll back up. Okay. Yeah, and I'll check one of the other tunnels. Okay. So then, are these uh, tunnels? These tunnels are made of ice. They're rock in here. Okay. Uh, yeah. But this was like an icy area. You could hear water below. It's like the precipitation has come up and yeah. frozen. I'll go left. Left from when you started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you make your way back. That one starts to go back up. Perfect. And you like move a sheet of web out of your way, mm. and you see the blue light, and you're back in the room with the mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can I slowly put that back where it was? Yeah, yeah. So you like <laughs> you move the uh, yeah you move the silk out of the way, and then you you can sense that you want to be very quiet, but because you're on your own again, yeah, it's zero. You're able to patience. yeah just move it back down and sort of make your way backwards. <laughs> okay. One tunnel left. <laughs> so as you're making your way back to yeah. that tunnel, uh, Lothara has left you. So what do what the two of you do? I'm looking down this hole. And I have the torch in my hand. Well, I mean, if we if we drop the torch, we're, we're in the going tunnel. in after it. Wow. That's not... No, no, no. <laughs> you there's, can there's also, a better way to do um, this. Like, in, in Dread, you can opt to make a pull to like get more information. Can we can we hear anything or see how far down with the torch light this... this tunnel in the center of the room goes when you uh sort of move the torch over the edge you feel almost like a pull like gravity is different over this over this hole the light goes down a fair bit like 20 feet or so but it just looks like a straight shaft downwards is there any i'm assuming quick has melted is there any bits of stuff around like any detritus or something in the in the room like a piece of gravel or a, a, oh, like yeah. loose stone or something I'm yeah gonna... yeah a lot of stuff from like the digging has sort of fallen down through yeah. here I'll, I'll like toss one of those into the hole and, and with him holding the torch over to see what happens as it falls or if it just falls normally or what so you see you drop it and it falls out of your hand and then slows and starts to fall slowly down I'm going to look at Jaro and I'm going to say I'm the spider not the fly I'm the spider and I'm going to jump in okay um, right, so you right behind you <laughs> yeah, for a moment you're like gut goes up into your throat uh, and you start to float downwards so okay. as you go Jaro sort of holding the torch below you to cast more there's you can feel there's no heat coming off of this torch hmm. um, but it does cast light and as you move down just like bit by bit revealing more and more of this cavern and then all of a sudden it stops lighting anything up and you feel yourselves falling down and in that sphere of light around you doesn't reach the edges of this room anymore and as you move down you hear water rushing water below you water at least there has to be a way out down here as well at least two i guess keep your eyes peeled and then you touch down on the ground your feet touch stone and as you move the torch around you see just like the upper half of mistra five times around the outside of this like disc that you've landed on and they're holding their hands up like they were catching you 
Mr. Be Praised, eh? You know, I think maybe after this I, I might change disciplines. <laughs> well, what is that? What's anything carved on the disc? Uh, no, the disc is just completely smooth. They're sort of holding themselves up. But when you move around the outside, you can see, like, as you move the light around, you can see there are pathways um, that move out to the right and left and then converge almost like in a triangle above mm -hmm. and then head off into the dark. Okay. Well, there's only one way to go. But there's lots of space around you. There's no walls that you can see with the light. And uh, it's just the sound of, of water? That's all you can hear off the hop. I'm going to make mm -hmm. one pull to see if we can get information on uh, just more information in terms of clues or, or what have you. Okay. You have to roll first. You do. Oh, I do. And your consequence for failing is that you're going to roll that with disadvantage. My consequence for, for failing? failing earlier. Failing. When you, failing you chose earlier. to yeah. fail okay. and got smacked. So well, as you... roll over an 11. I'm almost certain. <laughs> we could just we could just, you could just we could just into walk the one path we had. Yeah, yeah. I don't use my disadvantage on something like that. Okay, I'll save yeah. the so, disadvantage. But, so you've right. got a resting disadvantage on your next roll. Okay. Um, as you try to like contact Istis, you feel like that splitting headache from where your head just contacted the wall after yeah. you were smacked off the ground mm. by a giant stone axe. Yeah, and you can see my hands are shaking. Like I'm laboring to make my steps. Like my robes are just very like obviously heavy on my body right now as yeah they're like wet now too yeah freezing up it's all right we we have a moment to breathe hopefully the the eggs aren't after us uh, i mean what's the worst that could be down here <laughs> and you step forward your light <laughs> shines upon a big placard uh, which is being held up by two forms of mistra and it says the river's tomb and we'll go back up to lithara <laughs> <laughs> Ominous. Um, yeah, uh, Lathara is going to try to start crawling down the third and rightmost passage. Yeah, okay. Um, so that makes its way over and downwards. And you can see this area has been paid more attention to than the other directions. Like the, the tunnel's a little bit wider. You can almost stand up. You can find yourself crouching in here instead of crawling. Mm -hmm. And it continues along and then sort of moves out into a burrow almost like the the walls sort of drift away on either side you see in here a lot of the stone has been like dug up and turned into dirt you can see what looks like almost like a bed area and all sorts of trinkets oh, and yes. treasures uh on all sides you see potions and and weapons there's like a strong strong smell in here and actually like an older strange candle sits in the corner still burning a little bit so a bit of light like flickers through this room Rub Amazing. it. Maybe you'll get a genie. I look for the, yeah, the shiniest gem. Yeah, okay. So it's actually, it's pretty easy to see. There's a lot of stuff that looks like it's just been cast aside, but there is a wall across from this sort of bed of dirt that is like a display. And you see a big diamond necklace. Uh -huh. um, so lots of like strings of smaller diamonds all focusing around one in the middle. And when you like... I don't touch it yet. No? So okay. Lathara, <laughs> I think... Now being like, yeah, I should have dumped those idiots earlier is like in this like treasure room is having that moment of like, oh, yeah, everything's turning around my way. I've got some time. I'm going to sort of like take a chance to like, you know, I've done some burglaries before. I've, I've done some of this. I'm going to I'm going to check for traps. I'm going to look around and like. OK, so that's patience. Yeah. But is that zero? zero? Zero. OK, so you like look around real quick in the area. You don't find any sort of like trap mechanisms. This looks like a place they would have considered quite safe. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't you okay. don't see any so then, danger. Yeah, I definitely do reach out and grab the necklace. Okay. So, when you reach out and you grab it and the you feel sort of the diamonds start to bunch up in your hands, 
one of your favorite feelings. Mm -hmm. And you look in the diamond and you catch your own reflection. And then behind you, you <laughs> see the reflection of Diglin, who's like reaching out towards you. Uh, I turn around and she's not there. I look back into the diamond and she's gone. <laughs> uh, uh, I look for the exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the tunnel that you came through. I <laughs> stash the necklace. Yeah. And then like one other thing on my way out, just yeah. kind of randomly, like uh, some sort of candle holder or something like that, something gold. Yeah. So sort you're of like kind of like really idly good. reaching out. Yeah. And when you go to grab a candle holder, it sinks into feathers and you feel like a bite on your hand and you move back and there is a raven huh. sitting where you thought there may have been a candle and it just cocks its head and looks at you. Uh, hey there. Be cool. And it's just it's just watching. I'll back away from it, back into the tunnel. Okay, yeah, and you back up and feel two hands <gasps> come over your shoulders and we'll cut back downstairs. <laughs> oh boy. All right, let's get some pulls in. <laughs> Do this. Uh, so we see this placard, the river's tomb. <laughs> yeah. Do we see like a sarcophagus or anything in front of us? Uh, no, but the more you move in this direction, the more you can hear the rushing water. No. Oh. Oh, uh, river's tomb. Uh, maybe it's where the river ends. Uh, how was your swimming? I don't, I don't know if we're swimming out of this. I think, well, I mean, if we're already underground, Jaro. Um, if we're already underground, I mean, the river runs underground. I don't want to think about swimming underground. Jaro, let's, uh, let's... let's keep moving forward, Jaro, and... Uh, <laughs> and uh and, and you know that's uh that's and, and i'm just walking straight as i'm doing this yeah uh so you walk straight forward and you see the light makes it to the edge of what looks like maybe a river bank but there's no water in it and as you move a little bit more forward you can see that there's another like well like hole in the ground and there's water spraying out of it up in the air and instead of like arcing over and falling back down it forms into a sphere in the middle of the room which is just constantly spinning and another stream of water which goes up and as far as you can see goes up onto the ceiling and now that you're here you can sort of hear water moving around the walls and the roof above you yeah you're hit by like a light spray of it but even those little droplets as they come towards you, like you see your breath rise up in the in the vapor, and then you watch these water droplets also make their way up towards the ceiling. Mistress name. This is amazing. There's quite some magic. Uh, let's let's take a look around. Um, and can I make a magic pull to gather more information? Sure, yeah. Like yeah. like you're trying to detect magic? Yeah, yeah. Um trying to figure out what the nature of this, whether or not there's something inside the sphere mm-hmm. like at the heart of the sphere okay everybody's so good at untitled stacking block game <laughs> okay here we go so you um you cast your hand out and you can see that there are um the the ball of water actually glows and when you do water actually like whips out from it and starts like whipping into tendrils around you so a few things happen when you cast this spell a tendril comes swinging at you great is one thing also a you you now see like an orb on the ceiling and it lights up and shines a bright light directly into the water Uh, and then when it does it illuminates the middle of the room and you see these little water droplets light up like an aurora 
and for a moment as that lights up you see like almost another doorway behind it but then when you move to look it disappears so see if you survive long enough to pass that information on and uh do something about this water tentacle is this water tentacle a save or die uh no it's not i think i'm just gonna let it smack me okay so you yeah yeah, because I'm 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 I I I feel like safe in this environment. You know, we've escaped the statues, escaped the hag. I think my guard is kind of down right now. So okay, um, so you get picked up by your legs and like swung around, and yes, you watch as Jaro and the torch get spun up in the air and tossed across the room. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you come splashing into a shallow pool of water. And as the torch comes spinning after you, you look around, you see these like white, shiny rocks sitting in the water. And you swear just before the torch goes out in the water that they start to slither and move around you. And then you hear a hiss as the torch is extinguished. And both of you are cast into complete darkness. <laughs> the orb in the background dims and goes out. That sort of aurora disappears in the area so the gem that we saw or the orb that was inside the ball of water is still there yeah there was a second orb like in the moth room in the back in the back there was a door when we looked through i didn't see the door when it was lit up uh you would have been able to see it actually a little bit it it, it looked like almost the outside of the temple friggin believe i'm gonna do this i have to cast magic again i'm gonna cast dancing lights dancing lights yeah okay first of all lights come up around you. You, to pull, you do have to pull, yeah. Oh, you. Oh, oh, God, I was, was just vomited. a drop. It was only a single block got dropped. I know. Okay. You cast dancing lights yeah. again around you. The orb behind you up on the ceiling lights up and casts a beam of light down on you Ooh. as these lights come up and sort of illuminate the area. There are no rocks in the water around you. I would like to leave the water. Okay. Um, so uh, you, I this see. is now the only thing you can see is the lights come up around Jaro and then the, the beam, beam hitting comes Jaro. down. And you see like those tentacles okay. whip out again from the, uh, and they strain in that direction, but can't reach. It's too far away for them to get to it. But the light hits Jaro. Do I see the door when the light hits Jaro? No. The light, when it first shone through, shone into the, the orb of water, right? Yes. I'd like to send the lights like to the to the orb okay as the lights move the light from the orb follows them cool and you see that like quickly the light retreats away from you and then you, oh you're running after it <laughs> yeah I think, okay but uh, yeah he, he, hopefully out of the water but far enough away from the tentacles reach but I guess we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, so they, they reach out towards you, like they attack towards you, but then when they don't hit anything, they retreat. Oh, yeah. Uh, the tentacles go back. So you run forward. You're running and like you hear a sloshing in the water behind you, and then you hear like a growling hiss. Cass, mm. as you're like moving towards those lights to like get into the comforting light in this huge dark area, you see like a big jaw coming towards Jaro from behind, these big, long, fang-like teeth, and just this pure, bleached white skin of, of something huge behind him. Jaro, don't stop running, Jaro. Come right through the, come. There's something right behind you, Jaro. <laughs> uh. Hello, 
Hello, it's Mike Fardy, your Dungeon Mom. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 35 of Wonders and Blunders. We hope you're enjoying this Dread arc. We had an absolute blast playing it. We've got one more episode, I believe, of this arc, and then it's back to the regular action. It's the holiday season! How exciting is that? We didn't really do a holiday-themed episode or anything like that because we got carried away playing so much Dread, but if you're looking for a gift to give to us, like some sort of Santa Claus, then head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our show and leave us a review and a, and a good rating. That's nice. That's a nice thing to do for us. If you thought about that, you can put it under our digital tree. We have a digital tree. It's the future. Also, get in touch with us at Wonder and Blunder on whatever social media you're on and send us your favorite moments from the show to gift a character inspiration. We'll give you a little shout out and then give the inspiration to them from you just a perfect little holiday gift. But most of all, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>